How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Well, is Sean connected? I'm here. What's up? How's it going? Hey. What's up, guys? Both of y'all. Yes. On time. Hey, you know what? It, it happened one time. Yes, we're on time. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> For another edition of Life Talk. How is it this week? <laughs> It's been a long, stressful week for me, so it's my Friday. I'm glad I'm done with work. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what about your week? You know, it, it, man, man, it's been a long week for me as well. It's just a lot going on, but you know what? It's, it's showtime. You know, it's just been one of those things. It's been one of those weeks, I think, for a lot of it a lot. Has. It's been absolutely, I mean, it's like we're in some type of uh, matrix or some type of, uh, I don't know, spiral like a damn man we're in the middle of a tornado that's what i feel like you have you know if you keep up with what's going on across the country not only with the employment you got i mean i'm covid out i think we're almost past the the you know six months of covid this and that but we've moved on to enough of you know we have two more months of political stuff with democrats republicans and the divide of our country you know, I'm just totally wiped out with it. And with all this other news and stuff that's coming out, it kind of makes sense. And where I'm referring to is I'm referring to all these different, it seems like sleeper parties that are starting to pop up that not only bringing up stuff that happened in 2011 back up to the forefront, but you got to look at the stock market, the economy, global economy, um, and this election that's still in a very shaky um shaky grounds right now you know what i i was on the interstate today and um and i saw like a convoy of like the the cars with american flags and trump flags followed by like tons of bikers and they was all like parading down the interstate flying their flags and everything else and um just kind of getting the pulse of the people just this is just me and this is just my own feeling i i know throughout history there's been different times where where you have like the i guess you can say it like the winds of revolution has been in the air you know i know you can say it in the 60s and i know you can say it throughout different times but i don't think there has ever been a point in, in the history of our country where there, there's a rallying cry and there's something inside of a lot of American people where they're, where they're really tired of things and they're, and they're ready to take up arms and make a change. And I think, I think everybody should be really concerned at the direction we're going as, as a country and one, what, what lies ahead of us in the future. Deborah? Well, uh, well I mean, I agree with that. Uh, we had the Trump flotilla today uh, where they took their boats on parade for Trump, but I didn't, I was at work, so I didn't really get to see a caravan of trumpeteers, but, uh, you know, I watched this video shortly before we started about, uh, is America ready for a civil war? And uh, this guy who was doing the video was just, well, quite plainly, no, America is not ready for a civil war because the battle lines aren't clearly drawn as they were 
with the first civil war and you I'm losing my train of thought and I'm sorry but there's so much no. going on I don't even know where to begin no, no, it, it's so much information and it's so much stuff going on to where I'm the point I'm looking at radical rebellion I see the groups that are being very radical I'm seeing the rally of the middle class American people that have sick of, they're just completely sick of it but I'm also starting to see a lot of different sleeper groups that are starting to pop out and their agendas are starting to pop out a little here, a little here. You know, it, it happened this week. Uh, you know, I was trying to, uh, there was a seat open here in Montgomery, kind of wanted to run, put my name out there, you know, um, found out that, that if you try to go third party or independent, you got a whole list of stuff to do to where they're, if you're just Republican or Democrat, you just put your name on ticket and, you know, you go through their party. So learned a little bit about that this week, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sticking to my guns for now. You know, I don't, I believe the party should just dismantle. They're not doing anything good for the the people. Um, and I look at our economy of where it's going and I'm definitely afraid that November, December are going to be deep, dark months. I, 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 I think, I don't know how you, you guys feel about it. I, I don't think there's two parties. I think there's two, there, there's two parties publicly, but there's one party behind the scene that controls both of them. And both of them are leading us down different roads. And what's the most terrifying thing about everything that's happening is that people are not taking into account that silent majority. And I'm, I a thousand percent agree with what Deborah said about um, the, the battle lines are not clearly drawn. But the, but the battle lines is not the people that's jumping up supporting Trump and the people jumping up supporting the other the other side. The, the ones that people should be afraid of is that silent majority that's starting to have enough. And that silent majority, once they decide to get up and stand up, they're going to punch both of them groups in the mouth and take charge. And then that, and I think that's the last thing the unseen government and the shadow government wants to see happen. And they're afraid of that. And they know it's coming and they sense it. And I think that um, it, it, it's part of that change that's going to happen. And I think Amer- the, the working class Americans are getting fed up with what's happening. Well, well, with having that solid majority fixing to basically come out, you know, you're going to have to come out. And you're also going to have to fight now the uh, ballots, the absent team ballots where they're going through the postal service. But what Deborah put out that I wanted to talk about is how a group from Vancouver, British Columbia is stirring up a lot of uh, mixed signals, in my opinion, all over the globe from a kind of like a Facebook social media um, platform, uh, the White House siege. Yep, the rabbit hole goes way deeper than that. It's uh, adbusters.org is the Canadian organization that was the head of Occupy Wall Street back in uh, 2012. Was it 2012 or 11? 2011, 2012. I think it was in between those two years. Because they they were out there. I always thought it was odd that they were out there uh, during the fall and winter in New York. You know, why do protesters? Summer is a great time. I mean, look how busy it is across all the major cities right now. 
you know, but when it gets cold, people don't really tend to want to be out there. <laughs> so I always thought yeah. it was weird that they're having, you know, Occupy Wall Street in the middle of winter. But anyway, <laughs> um, so September 17th is the White House siege, 50 days in Lafayette Square. They say it's a peaceful protest uh, to up, up till the election and through the election. Uh, but Ad Busters wants a global spring to usher in a new world order, which, you know, I've, I've always been saying that these protesters, these people that think that they're fighting for a just cause are just pawns in a game. And uh, they, the adbusters.org actually teamed up with Extinction Rebellion. So you can go on extinctionrebellion.us to find out a little bit more about them. They're uh, non they uh, are climate activists who are uh, nonviolent protesters, but they are doing civil disobedient things to get the government to act on uh, tipping points of climate change. So the, and they're in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. So this group has teamed up with Adbusters. So that's another group that'll be out there in D.C. on September 17th. Uh, and then there's also the Transition Integrity Project that is uh, funded by or founded by Rosa Brooks. She's a mm -hmm. Georgetown uh, law professor. And she started this organization in late 2019, which has like a hundred or more mem like current members or former members of the government, campaign leaders, academic journalists, poll experts, uh, formal federal and state government officials, you know, and it's bipartisan. So that goes back to the one party, two party system. Mm -hmm. And they're all, and they formed this organization out of concern for potential disruptions in the 2020 pres presidential election and transitioned by the RNC. So they formed so last they year. They already determined that Trump isn't going to get elected. Yes. I mean, to me, that sounds like a lobby group. I mean, they knew last year that this was going to happen and it cost the American people uh, our economy. That's a bold move. Well, it puts a whole new twist on this pandemic, you know, um, because they're looking to incite a, uh, a color revolution, uh, which is, you know, just um, rather than direct military action, just like we would do in other countries to dismantle a regime by uh, mass protest, acts of civil, civil disobedience, uh, and making sure that the media is telling the people the story that they want the media to tell the people. So they can then overthrow their government. Well, all those things that we would do to these other countries are being done in this country. And it's going to start full full steam September 17th. I wonder why September 17th. Because it's the anniversary of the Occupy Wall Street. Okay. That's why. Sean, what do you think about all that? I mean, I, 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 I'm, I've said it for a long time. Everything that's happening right now has been planned 
years and years and years in advance. This is all planned and set up. And I absolutely believe they're, they're doing this. And what's happening now is that we are being overthrown. I've said many times that I do believe that we're at war on all fronts. Um, a spiritual war, a physical war, and what's happening in this plane. And they are about to overthrow us. And I think, I think if we're not careful, you're going to see Biden win the popular vote. You're going to see Trump win the electoral vote. vote and then all hell's going to break loose. And I mean, literally, it's going to break loose from that point on. And then I think that that's really going to lead us down that that rabbit hole to war. But I don't know. I just personally do not know a lot of people that are ready for that. I know a lot of people talk about it and they put it out on social media and excuse me. And they're the cheerleaders of that movement. But I don't think deep down inside, nobody's truly ready to go to a war in your neighborhood or get ready like, I don't think that there's enough supplies now because they did that strategically with guns, ammo, supplies, toilet paper, you know, uh, bleach. Think about, think about how COVID come in in February, what it's done to our global economy of supplies that you would need to fight a war we can't get right now. Well I, I, well, I think we're going to have to decide if we want our freedoms or do we want to, to, to give in. And I think that nobody ever wants it, but I think we're being forced to it. But I promise you one thing, the people out there protesting right now don't want it. <laughs> don't want no. it. I'm telling you, they don't want it. And I think when that silent majority has enough and they stand up, they're going to realize they don't want it. And that's going to force the hand of that unseen government. And I, and I think that we have all seen all of our rights stripped away in every every facet. And, and we 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 didn't we didn't give them any resistance. We allowed them to do it. And and that and that something that I don't know, once you give up these freedoms, I don't know if you can always get them back. And, and I'm really terrified of the direction we're heading. I believe that. Who's to say, worst case scenario, that something major happens between now and the election where the White House does blow up or, you know, Capitol Hill blows up or something crazy like that happens that completely dismantles our government. And then it'll be like up to the states and how the states are going to want to do things. And then we've already seen how the governors in certain states are are acting with their people and people fighting like against DeSantis here in Florida, uh, you know, mayors and across the cities of our nation and everything. So it just I don't think anyone is really looking at the bigger picture because you go in, you storm Washington. Then what? Then what? Because there's nobody that is really taking up the lead for the Constitution, for this country. Not even Trump. No, no, because we don't have leadership, Deborah. We we lack any type of leadership in America. I mean, it's it's obvious, but I'll tell you something funny to go along with that. And Sean, I I don't know if you heard this, this come out this morning. Osama bin Laden's niece made a statement saying that the only president that could stop another 9-11 would be Trump. Now, if they don't terrify people just with that statement because I was blown away by it, and I personally think it's not going to – the people here protesting and rioting that are all paid and 
they're basically pawns or, or they're basically clowns in a circus to me. And you're right, Sean. When the silent majority gets ready to go into their front and their attack, they're not going to want any of it. And I agree. But I don't think it's going to be towards Washington. I think they want you to think that. I don't think they have enough leadership and standards and uh, discipline. I, I don't think anybody has discipline from what I'm seeing in the streets. I think it's going to be a war conflict. I think we're going to have some type of huge conflict that's going to be made up in the next month. I don't know. I, you know I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. Go, Deborah, um, please. I'm sorry. I just, I kind of, I don't know if it's going to come from from some, some other foreign country. I really do feel that it's going to come from inside this country. You know, I really do feel that we're falling apart and I don't think that we're going to make it through the election. And I don't think in the next couple of years, we're going to be 50 states either. And we've really, I think hit a tipping point in this nation where we're about to fall and be sectioned off in the near future. I, I absolutely believe that. We've been teetering on that for a long time. Even in my, in my former employment and I dealt with certain things and I've seen it coming. That's something that, that's, that's not new and something that I would I definitely agree that we're heading toward if things are not changed soon. But, but wouldn't that be for the better in a way? I mean, have we, have we really sat and thought about that? Say, say there is a huge divide and say they, they portion out parts of the United States. Is that really that bad? I mean, yeah. what is a big picture? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, think about it. it. It's to me, it's not that bad. Go ahead and do it. We've been doing the divide and the racial split and the hatred for so many years. Please do it. I beg, I do it. Divide this place up. Let us move on. But they're not because we don't have enough strong leadership. There's not a lot of strong-willed men anymore. Or women. There's no... Deborah. do we have any women leaders that have come out that are truly a leader? I... The only one I could say off the top of my head would be Tulsi Gabbard. She's the only one uh, in Washington that, that I would stand behind. Because she's actually fought... Uh, in the Iraq war and she is a public servant. She wants to bring it back to where, you know, the, um, the pe- people who are elected to serve the people serve the people and they don't serve the lobbyists. They don't yes. serve the agendas, you know? So that's why I support her. But that's it. Well, what, what, what I think it's important. Think about this, this, this time last year, a lot of us was was talking about the Friday night football games. Was talking about Auburn's comeback win over Oregon. <laughs> we was eat we was eating chips and dip. We majority of us was probably financially better than we've been in a really long time. Life was really good. Things were secure. There was a little bit of kind of almost a little bit of national pride. And and, and just think, in a matter of months, it was all taken away. It's over, and, and you asking about is it going to be any better for the future? I mean, I, I mean, it's not doom and gloom, but but 
but the life as we know knew it is over. We have to create a new new. And we keep hearing about leadership in Washington. We hadn't had leadership in Washington since Truman warned us of the middle military complex. It's over. This we've been led by the shadow government for years, and nobody ever wanted to listen. They they would listen to these shows, listen to us over and over, and then they would they would cut our shows off, cut other shows off, and go right back to it and not listening. And now everything that we've said, other people said over the years, is all coming to pass, and nobody really knows what to do and what our future entails. You know, I, I, I truly, I mean, it's funny. We, we, I was just sitting there thinking about what you were saying, Sean, and even Deborah. She, she's been around us long enough to know that everything that we kind of put out for the past. I mean, it's been a long time, and and you know, we've been ridiculed about it. People's laughed about it. People's like, y'all are crazy. You know, you, you know, blah blah blah. But it's funny. It's all coming everybody's getting to see it now. And that's scaring a lot of people too, though. I mean, the economy and people worried about the future, I get that and understand that. But if we, this time last year, Sean, with all that that you said, which is the truth, this world was more sinister than ever. And we never knew it in the background. We never knew what was truly going on in the deep, dark uh, closets of these groups, these elites, these wine scenes. But we did. I mean, you, but we but did. We, we, did. we did. We did. We did. And, 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 and thousands and thousands of other people did. And we chose not to do anything about it. We chose to be silent. Even we chose to do these radio shows. But we did not stand up for the rights of things when the times when we should have. We weren't man enough. We didn't want to mess up our securities. And then as we've gotten to the point now we're doing that, but we're not the only ones. We're, 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 we're all guilty of these things. And we've talked about it, but we've yet to do anything about it. And now it's to the point that it's too late. And now to the point that, that things are – we it, it was easy to know about it and almost doubt it because when you doubted it even though you knew it was true like oh maybe not we could go about our our, our false Mm -hmm. security of life and we we have not been we 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 have failed miserably a lot of people have by by talking about it and not doing anything about it and the fact is then you like you can ask me what can you do about it i can't do anything about it yeah i couldn't i couldn't have done anything about it Except maybe maybe I shouldn't have been as proactive in certain things. Maybe I could have done things a little bit differently. But we as Americans, we we have all given knew about things and let things slide because we did not want to mess up the comforts of our own home. And we're guilty of that. And those sins we're paying for today, and those sins our children are going to pay for tomorrow. But we has got to be dealt with now. So what do we do? I mean, we just, I feel like we just let we have to let it hit rock bottom. <laughs> I mean, well, that's that's but, it. It's done. It's done now. But it's guys, it's over. Aren't we at rock it's bottom now? I mean, no, no. I think I think I, I think right now is that you're seeing that we're we're starting to be slowly consumed with that fear energy. People are starting to worry about the future. People are starting to worry about the things that was they thought was a given, and it's growing. And I think it could, I mean, I sent y'all about the EMP attack. You want to hit rock bottom. What happens if we wake up in the morning and there's no power? There's no ATM. 
there's no air conditioning, there's no cars, there's no money. Then, then there's going to be some real serious issues. There's going to be, and there's some things fixing to go down. I mean, we have been teetering that forever. You know, I, you know, I even talked to my class about that. You know, when we got hit by the solar flare in the 1850s, and if that same one hits us today, we're crippled, we're done. You know, and and, and we've yet to reinforce our grids. I mean, these things are problems that we have can sit constantly, just just went by. And now it's 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 all it's all over. And then what's what has caused this? Is it because of Trump really came up and really tried to shake the tree and change it, or is there more to it? What has brought us to this point? But the point is that we are dealing with it. And I'm the last person to want anybody to feel hopeless and doomed. Can we control our future? And and I, you know we got to have faith and we can you know thought creates with prayer and everything else. But we should be really concerned about well, the direction. that goes going. back to the show that we did last week about you have all this in front of us and we know this is what's going to happen. We pretty much can see how it's going to be played out. The, the hopelessness and having the hope and and the network is networking with us, networking with people, and you know basically what's the old saying? It takes a village. Well. We come together as the village to help each other. But on the other hand, and I, I'm seeing it with even our stock market. I keep telling everybody all this crap is owned by the same people. It's all owned by private banking. It's all owned by the, the people that had created banks. The same family bloodlines. And the, and the stock market is going to crash because look at Look at the stocks the past week or two, you know, and look at where they're going. But we're also going into September, October, November, and, and things will get bad. And I'm scared. I really hate to bring this up, but the food shortage is something that I'm blown away with because I see it now with different corporate restaurants changing their menus that they've had for 20 years, 15 years. They're changing it because they can't the supply and demand of their menu. And it's going on every day and, and everybody can use it. It's COVID. The coronavirus of 2020 did this. No, it didn't. Undoubtedly, the global elite that's controlled everything in the world did this on purpose for some crazy reason coming no, November. I mean... How far is that? I mean, it, it's not to me. It's not that far out, if you think about of what's truly going on. But to others, they're so blinded they think, "Holy cow, that couldn't happen to us." No, there's so many times where where I get that response, "Oh, that'll never happen. That'll never happen." Well, bullshit, because it's about to happen, and everybody's got their head in the sand. Or you know, there's this weird. Um, well, you're an, you're anti-intellectual if you don't understand that Black Lives Matter and you don't understand this and you don't understand that. But then at the same time, they're not understanding what the hell's going on either. You know. So how do how, how do you have any rationality with anyone about what's going on and what to do about it and how to plan in your community for it? Because communities aren't communities anymore. It's going to be Lord of the Flies. Nobody's going to be caring about anybody but themselves. I agree. 
you know, and so, I mean, if an EMP hits, it's the same scenario as, you know, um, our whole system in DC, if, if that just went away, that got nuked, or if we had an EMP, it's the same scenario where it's just, we would completely collapse. But the people don't understand the real enemy. If we're going to do this global spring, then yeah, let's, let's, you know, storm, storm the, Rockefellers and Rothschilds and and the real owners of this world, the self-proclaimed owners of this world, and take this world back as the human race. That's the fight that we should be fighting. But instead, we're fighting their agenda. We're fighting for them to push their agenda. We're fighting each other on purpose. It's because they want us to, but then no, there's no way to, to rationalize with someone who has an opposing view, you know? So, I mean, at least I have not found a way to do that. You can't. So, yeah. So, Sean, what, I mean, what can, I mean, what are we going to do then? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we going to do is um, we're going to keep doing the shows. <laughs> We're gonna we we're gonna we're gonna keep keep bringing people like Deborah on and let Deborah help say what what, what needs to be said is that we we're fighting the wrong people. It needs to be toward the Rothschilds. It needs to be that we need we can take America back. We can control our spiritual lives. We can control our home, our families. We can wake people up and get people to question themselves and, and check and thank them on sales and research and enlighten people. We can make a difference. We just got to do it one step at a time. And we just got to remember that when people listen to these shows, we're human too. We have emotions and we're going to get angry. We're going to get flustered and, and these things. And we are concerned because we are doing, we are dealing with the same thing our listeners are dealing with regards about worrying about our families, our money, what's going to happen. And we're all in this together, but we have got to come together and have faith in God. And we've got to fight this enemy on all fronts. Well, and, and I think people better start finding some leadership roles in from city government on up and getting these people on board to be elected and run for different things and start start by by networking like that because we're being taken over and all we are is the solid majority so when, when you like you said earlier it's when the solid majority gets tired of this they're going to explode we've been saying that now i think what our, our american people think of when you say solid majority and the rebellion of that to where they they just they've taken all they can take and they're fixing to go to the streets i truly don't think yeah i think that's what they want but they don't really want that because they really thought that this was going to shake up the past five, what now we're going over 90 something days in put uh is it portland i mean you, you got all these uh, riders throughout the United States that's very organized. They're paid. They're organized. They've been doing this for a long time. And, and to me, it don't have nothing with the right movements. They're, they're not really fighting their fight. It, they're being paid to fight a fight for the, the elite government, the shadow government. And here we are still sitting I mean, well, it, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but you no. know, like that, the guy that shot the Patriot prayer, 
guy in cold blood, you know, who ended up getting shot by the cops. And he was a self-proclaimed Antifa. And Antifa is supposed to be anti-fascist. Well, we know that that's not the case, you know, but, you know, here, here is this guy that, that shot someone in cold blood on video in the back and then was interviewed on Vice, basically confessing to it. And nobody's batting an eye, no. you know, and oh, 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 he died. You know, the cops shot him. And now, now, you know, Antifa's holding him as a martyr for, for the cause because this guy says that he felt threatened and how Patriot Prayer, I don't know how Patriot Prayer ever got the, the white supremacist label when Joey Gibson isn't even white. He isn't even white. <laughs> well, look at, you know? look at Black Lives Matter. Look at all these different <laughs> movements of who who actually are controlling it. Who's on the board of directors? You know, just because I mean, who's the, look at the founders versus board of directors versus who runs it, and then who is the spokesperson for the different groups? You're going to find out yeah. it all goes to the same people. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. All these organizations are interconnected with like ad busters and extinction rebellion and black lives matter and the sunrise movement uh they're they're all linked together and they're you know they all go back to the big banksters that are funding them and that that's the real enemy and instead they have us fighting each other over some, some some propagated bullshit on msnbc you know or CNN and the twisted this I don't watch I only I watch one person <laughs> and that's Tucker Carlson. <laughs> you know what? You know if you think about the protests and what's happening, if you go back to ones that was in Birmingham and everywhere else, you know I think a lot of our listeners it's really important. I think ask yourself how did you feel when you first started watching the protests. And I think a lot of people said, man, that's 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 concerning. That's ridiculous or this. And then as the times come on, people, there's something happened where they started to get a little frustrated. And now to the point when you see this stuff, I guarantee you, if you're honest with yourself, now you're starting to get really angry inside when you see it. And ask yourself this, what's happening in the Northwest and what's happening in some of these cities? If it came to our area right now. How many people would say that's enough? And how how hard would it be for this one call to arms? No different than Revolutionary War when everybody said, let's go stop it. I think you would be blown away how many one people hour. shows up to stop it. One hour show. And that and, and that should be terrifying. Hey. That should be terrifying. Because because that I mean, it's literally we're literally walking around in dead hay in a lightning storm. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I give it 60 minutes, 15 minutes to get prepared and ready, 15 minutes to load ammo, guns and equipment, 15 minutes to get to the point A to point B and 15 minutes to, um, you know, get get your plan together of what's going on. Your intel takes one hour. And, and I, th- I think that's why the South is actually the Southeast has been blessed with that right now. Um you know, we did have one night here in Montgomery that got shut down. You know, they kind of let them do their thing, and 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 they then they were moved on. 
and they did move on. So I agree with that. It's just weird this whole year with now all these different groups that have broken off to, to do that. And they go to the weirdest cities, in my opinion. Now, is that the weakest cities in the country? Or is it the lawless cities of the country that's not run properly through government? And they knew that, and they've networked and organized to go to those strategic cities because they were they it was all planned. Well, they actually were going into some Colorado towns, and and the people of the town would just kick them out too. Um, <laughs> there's been stories about that. I don't know if it's just limited to Colorado uh, or if it's happened in different states. And Austin wasn't having it. You know, when they tried to turn Austin into an autonomous zone like Seattle. And uh, Texas was like, nope, that ain't happening. You know, so there's some states and some, some, some towns that hold their ground on their own. What? So that's hopeful. <laughs> yes. and, but, you know, today, today when I saw all those cars riding um, by with those flags, then I saw all those bikers going by. You know, that's that's. I mean, and you hear about the parades and different things like that. But if you, to me, in history, that's a show of force. And that's 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 people saying, "I'm tired." And 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 we're and and, and we should, and then it's just it's just a very very volatile time that we're in, and people are and, and it's not going to continue to be pushed around. And I and I hope, Sean, I'm I'm glad that people are going to be like that because. I've got, I got a dose of it this week. I really did. I got to see a whole different side of people this week. And I got to deal with some things that was basically borderline um, harassment. And um, let me see how I can say this. Um, I was discriminated against, uh, harassed in a way. And, and it, I'm not just talking about me as an individual. I'm just talking about some things that are going on that I understand why these groups sometimes do what they do, but we're taking it to a different radical point. We're taking it to, they're not really getting their, their message across correctly, in my opinion. Just like the anti-police, the anti-Trump, the rebellion movement, the Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, all this, all these movements. Every, we got so many movements, and we're still constipated. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We're we're not doing the right thing to get the right people to change. There's still no change going on, and it's, I said this since day one. We're not going to have any change in America until people can sit down and get uncomfortable or look people in the eye. Because you're right, Sean. Too much shadow government, greed, and money. Hell, look at all all of what's truly going on in America that we hadn't even talked about. And then we haven't even talked about tonight the stuff going on globally in different countries because they are trying to brainwash Americans every night with something different. I wonder how many people actually see through the bullshit. You know, because it seems I see more of the people who believe the propaganda than the people who don't. Yeah, but but, but there's a lot of people. I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a lot of people that listen to these shows, all these podcasts, our podcast. You know that that's why I like 
I mean, push the podcast, push this podcast, because we talk about we're not one. We're not on one subject matter. We can go from government politics to talking about the Mandela effect to Sean talking about serial killers in the next book he's going to write. We're talking about Deborah in the, in the haunted houses. or I mean, we talk about everything and we give everybody just honest opinion. There's no sugarcoating. And, and But you know, Sean, you talk about hope and you talk about how we got to be together. And man, I realized this week that you're right. We have got to stick together and we are all humans. Everybody on this planet, well, there's some reptilians, but we're all human beings, but we don't treat each other like so. We treat each other, I mean, it's horrible here in America. It is, it's so judgmental. Everything we do is judgmental, or bullying, or hate. And I don't get it. We're all here on the, for the same purpose. I mean, are we not? Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Okay, well, what do you guys think about um, people who are like, are are you ready for the transition into New Earth and 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 the ascension that's about to happen? You can feel it. The new New Earth is almost here. Hello. You know, it's been what changing. is y'all take on that? I, I think it's been changing for hundreds of thousands and millions of years. I I don't. I think they take their change and, and they're trying to make it into something it's not. Sean? <laughs> you know, I, 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 some days I absolutely believe that. Uh, I mean, I feel, I feel myself at a higher vibration than I've ever been before. And I see my, and I feel myself like leaving other vibrations of people around. And I really blew, blew I kind of, some days I believe that we're sending to a different place. Then there's days like this where you just absolutely feel that maybe I'm not. The, the air just came out of my balloon. And I'm right back with everybody else. I think it's just such a yin and yang. And I think that us is battling this, these vibrations that we really have to keep, be, be more weary of the energies around us more than ever. I think because if not, we get drugged down and weighed down and it stops the the... the it stops us going to the area that we need to be. And I think as this world goes crazy, I think it's very possible that, that we're vibrating and ascending to a different place. And I think that's maybe maybe that's the reason why the world's so crazy right now. And I think it comes down to our soul energy and kind of where we're going. And I know I don't know if we completely off base to what, what Deb was talking about, but that's just that's just kind of what I what I feel about it. Tell how far off are we on that, Deborah? <laughs> <laughs> like you're not you're not too far off you know i mean i i believe in um you know ascending to a higher vibration um breaking the the chains of of our current social structure and so do the people that are in these movements you know but at the same time my belief is a little different because what if what if the way to break the chains is to dismantle the real powers that be on this on the lower 3D Earth vibration. You know, being being the materialism, um, you know, being the, the the banksters and 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 the elites, and you know, if maybe the only way to truly ascend as a human race is to take them out, not like kill them, but just take them out of power. You know, or if you have to, yeah. you know, you do what you got to do. But you know what I'm saying? 
Like I do, yeah. but there's a lot of um, mindsets right now that are just like, oh, well, if we just sit and meditate in our lotus position and, and feel the higher vibrations in our heart chakra, then we don't have to worry about what's going on in reality. Is that one of the reasons why people aren't standing up? Okay. You know, um, and I, I also thought about, you know, all these young people that are, are protesting. Um, we're Generation X. Like, I'm on the younger side of Generation X, and then there's people in their in their 50s that are on the older side of Generation X. Well, these are Ooh. our children. Oh. You know? These are our children. So where did we go wrong? I'm getting close. And to I don't food. have any kids, but I, I mean, I'm. That doesn't matter, you know. Um. If, if you have kids or not, we're responsible for the younger generation. How many people in their forties are actually doing something? That's not, true. not. That's what pisses me off so much. You know, Sean. Sean's breaking his neck coaching kids, getting them to the next level, being a mentor. I'm killing myself to help everybody else's kids and, and, and educating parents that, that the parenting from 40 down now, from a 20-year-old to a 35-year-old, I don't know what has happened. We got problems. And it is what it is. It's the truth. Nobody wants to talk about the truth. This country has no moral compass. They don't parent. Uh, they try to be their buddies. It don't work. We, 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 you know, we, I've seen. I don't mean to cut you off. No, I'm sorry, but I've seen uh, people equate uh, what's happening now to to back in 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 the 60s uh, or the the riots in Chicago after Martin Luther King died. But if you go back and you look at footage for for people fighting for civil rights back then or uh, anti-war. Or even footage from from the people who went to Woodstock, and you listen to the way that they speak, they speak so differently than people do today. They speak with intelligence, and that they they were like eighteen to to twenty five, maybe some a little older, but across the racial board, all of them spoke with a higher intelligence. They were Deborah, and now. <laughs> No, no one has any smarts anymore. No, no. <laughs> you know, no. I'm like no one. I was saying the other day, like no one's dignified. Like everybody's just trash now. And I'm generalizing. I'm not calling everybody trash. You know, but if no. you watch the movie Idiocracy, we're damn near close to that. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what happened? And, and we we can't blame the baby boomers. You know, the baby boomers are in their 70s. Millennials are in their 30s. Gen X, we're in our 40s and 50s. Hey, you Shane, know? we're Gen X. Yeah. We're going to get us some X shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there are so many, like, blame the boomers. No, blame ourselves. Yeah, stop blaming people. That's the problem America's got. We always blame somebody. Sean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm no, I'm agreement. I mean, we do. I mean, we are. I mean, I think that, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have faith in our young people today. I think right now, 
the high school age kids and young kids are very smart and very woke. But I think there's a huge gap right now with the 20s and 30s, really? and that's a fact. I mean, and it is. But the but the young kids, your kids in high school right now are woke. They 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 question things. They see what's going on, and I have high hopes for our future. But I am I'm just just my personal opinion. I'm a little worried, you know, with that middle set. I really am. And I think that's that's where me and you differ because, you know, actually when COVID's over, I'm hoping on Wednesday they'll let me come over there to your school. Because not only do I yeah. want to visit, I'd like to see, I want to see some of your students. Because what when I talk about that we're out of control, and it is, it's from 20 to 35. And those are kids to me now. Because their mindset, are they're kids. And then let's don't even talk about juveniles because there's so many that are so lost. I don't even know what to put, what bucket to put those kids in with. But then again, on a positive note, there's a lot of great kids out here. There's a lot of kids doing some positive stuff. They don't get the recognition any of them deserve. And that's for every city, every state in this country, because we're shadowed with so much negativity every day on every platform there is. It overpowers the good. And, and what I was going to bring up for both of y'all, and I wanted both of y'all to really think about this. Why don't we try to have our own movement and start? Because if what we've all said tonight, which I think is going to come true, why don't we do something about it? And I know what we can do. We got to find a date between now and probably, I'd say, the 31st of October. And Deborah, you're going to have to really, we're going to have to figure out a date. Why don't we have a cleansing movement? Why don't we take every religion, every people, you know, everybody to have a cleansing date to where you cleanse your body, your soul, your mind, you meditate, you pray, have one day of that and see if the the vibration across this world wouldn't do something to the negativity. And see, nobody's thought about that. I mean, I agree. I think I think you need to have mass movement. Thought creates and have people pray in power for one day and cleansing one day. I think it's important to have, you know, all these great revolutions in history started in churches, pubs, small town hall meetings. I think that we should there should be more town hall meetings and meetups so people can talk and and have like kind and, and intelligent discussion. And start really making change and start organizing a little bit better because it if because there's a lot of the churches and stuff are not doing it so something needs to be done in other areas deborah i i agree i think that um in, in, in some way we need to gather together uh it's just how that's that's my biggest thing we, we, like we, how, we, how how do you how do you we, make that impact we said it you we set a date, and we and we and we put it everywhere. Everything we do, we try to try to find the right date, you know. And then it's a whole day of it. It's a whole day of that mindset, of the vibration, uh, you know, smudging your house, incense, cleansing, whatever you got to do, meditating, and just praying. It don't matter if you have no religion, religion, Christianity. You're, I mean, it don't matter if you're Muslim, you're Jew. You know, as long as you're changing your vibration and your mindset and Sean, thought creates, right? If we took yeah. all these people, even if it was a thousand people in America to do it, 
you're putting a lot of energy and a lot of vibration out. I mean, I'd like to see if it can happen because nobody else is doing nothing because we're flooded by so much negativity too. And I mean, you know, it, it's worth a shot. It's, <laughs> it's definitely worth a shot, you know, to, to educate people on like, how to do, um, you know, a simple like violet flame meditation yeah. to where that's a, a, a protective meditation for you. You could just, you know, have some like guided imagery there if you need it. And if you can get enough people to do it at the same time, it would be interesting to see what happens. Sean? It would definitely be interesting. Yeah, no, I'm down. I think it would. We got to try something. We got to try something. What, um, yeah 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 i know everybody's <laughs> sitting back thinking about it like uh-huh yep yep how are we gonna yeah. make this happen we're just gonna do it even if you get a hundred people you know <laughs> i mean i've been um in a meditative group with a couple hundred people in a room where we're all holding hands and that was the most intense experience i have ever felt well i mean it was almost like you left your body you know, or like how you really feel that you're one when you're in, with hundreds of people hand in hand. Yeah. And just yeah. feeling that surge of yeah. energy. I want to take know. a word on it, Deborah. You know what? I want to high five you for that. But the last <laughs> time I've tried that with Sean, we had a tornado hit the building, a glass busted out, and total chaos broke out. We did. That in, did happen. In downtown Birmingham. So I'm good. <laughs> I think it. I think it was the Imagicon event. Yeah. It was the same weekend that a tornado hit the basketball tournament in Atlanta. Yes. Oh. Yeah. The one that went through Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, that one. It, I, it was, was, that I was in Atlanta for that. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. It was you guys. Yeah, I'm good. It. it, 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 it you know, there's no such thing as coincidences, but I was like, you can't no. mess this up, and that's the fact. No, you can't. You know that. You know it was so crazy about that whole event. We were scheduled to do another one on Saturday night, and they canceled yes. it. <laughs> yes, um, that is a good time, guys. That's a party. Um, yes, sir. Definitely a party. Well, we definitely gonna have to do another show next week. Uh, I appreciate both of y'all. Love both of y'all. I'm going to try to figure out a date and, and I want to see if we can't make this movement go because we, it's like Sean says, we talk about hope and positivity. Let's try. Maybe we could do something. We haven't tried it yet. Well, I'm down. Let's do it. worth it, right? Yes. So, yeah. Let's do it. Will everybody have a safe weekend? Good night. All right. Y'all have a happy Labor Day weekend. Yes. Stay safe. Oh, yeah. Be safe. Good night, guys. Love, Love y'all. Have a good one. Bye.